Welcome to Element, the student ministry of Third City Christian Church. To find out more, go to thirdcitychristian.org backslash students. Man, what's wonderful about Christmas, you guys, getting to celebrate Jesus entering into our world. And this is why, this is why it's wonderful, and this is why uh, this is a great time of year. Uh, I love that people get excited and, and like, like love the ugly sweater thing and that people give presents and that like I love that family gets together. But you know what? It's, it's not, Christmas is not like that for everyone. I know that Christmas is not like that for everyone in this room even. Some of you are going to do Christmas just another day. It's like a ripoff. What are people celebrating? Because you know what? I'm not getting anything under my tree. Or I'm getting some worse version of what I, what I would like to have. So Christmas isn't like that for everyone. And that is what I love, love, love about the focus of Christ at Christmas. Because what he brought, what he brought is for all of us. And it's peace for your anxiety. And some of you are going, man, what, man, what are you talking about anxiety? I want to tell you that anxiety amongst your generation students is through the roof. The, the thought of like, some of you like literally have a hard time going like five seconds without checking your phone. Like your screen time is like seven hours. You walk around with a battery charger because even though your phone's supposed to last for two days, you and I both know it's only got about three and a half hours with how much time you're on it, Right? And it's because you're, you have this anxiety that you're going to miss out on something. You have this anxiety that something's going to happen. You're not going to hear about it. Or you have this anxiety that you're not going to be invited to the next thing. Or you have this anxiety that you have to post something to impress people that really don't care about you a whole lot. All 2,300 of those followers on Instagram, they really don't care that much. I hate to break the news. All those followers on Snap, they're not that impressed. But we have this anxiety, you guys. Our culture has this anxiety that causes you to want to be accepted by people, which causes you to behave certain ways to impress people. You literally might be, the way that you behave, the way that you live might change simply by who walks into the room because of anxiety. A certain person will walk into a room and you'll start, you'll, you'll like start sweating. You know, when he or she walks in, they haven't even done anything. And you got pit rings. You're like, oh, oh, oh I don't know, there they are. Oh. And you start like pitting out. But that, that anxiety is real. We have anxiety that causes you. To do things, to be accepted, to say things, to be approved of, to act a certain way so that people will treat you differently. And this is the wonderful part, you guys. Jesus came to offer peace for your anxiety so that you no longer have to worry about what the people around you think because you know what? The God of the universe thinks of you. 
That's real peace. When you stop caring a certain way about what you look like or how you act because you go, I know that God approves of me. I no longer need my peers' approval. I no longer need to put down the people around me to impress my friend group. I no longer have to be the drunk, the cool kid, the guy bragging about what happened with my girlfriend. I no longer have to be these things because I know what God thinks of me. And students, I know you struggle with this. I know the struggle is real. Because the struggle was real for me and the struggle was real for every one of your coaches that's in this room. That anxiety. And here's how it plays out later in life. Those of you that, that, that have the anxiety of like, I want to impress people. When you're at a job, you start treating people poorly. You become the, the one that's going to backstab people so you can get a raise. You're going to one that starts talking behind people's backs to make them look worse because you think that makes you look better. That's how it plays out. And students, I want nothing more than peace for you. And some of you are sitting here going, Josh, you don't understand. My life is chaos. For the moment I get up to the time that I go to bed, my life is chaos. Because I may not know whose house I'm sleeping in tonight. I may not know what my mom or my dad think of me. I've got so much pressure on me because of my grades, because I'm worried about college. You don't understand the anxiety that I feel. You're right, because I'm not you. But I want to give you some hope tonight, and we're going to be brief. I want to talk to you about living within the will of God. And what that means is living within the plan that God has laid out for your life, okay? And it's not like a magic formula you're going to find inside a fortune cookie. It's not a, uh, it's, it's not a book that you're, like a, like a little pamphlet you're going to read and it's going to lay it all out. There's three things that I would want you to try out when it comes to walking within the will of God. The first one is this. You'll find the will of God as you seek him in prayer, students. As you seek God in prayer, and I want you to know, this is a good time of year to talk about prayer because a lot of people think prayer is a lot like your Christmas list. We're like, well, I, I asked God for a car and an A on that test, and, and I wanted to get first chair, uh, first chair for trombone, and none of that happened, so I guess God's not around because God's not like Santa Claus. What prayer is about, students? is taking what you desire in life and going, God, I, I'm guessing that all the things that I want, girlfriends, boyfriends, clothes, cell phones, God, I'm guessing I need this, these things that I want to be different. College scholarships, making sports teams, all this other junk. I'm guessing I need this to be different, God, and I need your help with that. See, the Lord's Prayer says, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, God. 
not mine. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. I want the things that you want in heaven to be here on earth, and I need your help, God, to change my heart with that. So it's taking those things that you think you want and going, God, I, I'm pretty sure I want nothing but bad things because all I want is a, is a girlfriend, a fast car, and, and easy A's that I don't have to work for. And going, I need these to be different. And I need your help with that. That's called seeking the will of God through prayer. And going, God, I need help. Help me to want what you want. Not what necessarily what I want. Help my heart to be at peace with what you want. Students, the second thing is this. You want to be living within the will of God. You need to seek God in Scripture. If you don't have a Bible, students, your coaches are still here tonight. We have boxes and boxes and boxes of Bibles because one of our coaches that's here said, I want to give Bibles to all of our students. They shouldn't have to pay for it. And, and he really intimidated me, and I went, okay, I'll buy boxes of Bibles. And so we have, he didn't intimidate me. It was a good conversation, but we have boxes of Bibles because part of living within the will of God is seeking God's will in Scripture. And that's why you have a coach to help you seek the right Scripture for what you need in that moment. Because you know what, students, you've got all these lies going through your heads. You've got these lies about you're all alone, like all of the time that you guys spend, I'm going to sound like an old fart because I am, the time that you guys spend on those stinking screens makes you feel like you got friends, but when you put it down, you're like, man, all my friendships are digital. What I'd give for a face-to-face -face conversation with flesh and blood where we could laugh and high-five and hug each other, and I could punch them, and they'd laugh, and they'd think that was awesome, and we could do all those things, and we could like throw ice cream at each other or whatever that looks like. I don't know what you guys do when you're friends, but, but like... You would give nothing. You would give everything to have that. And so when you're thinking that you're alone, I don't know if you know what Scripture says about how God sees you. Because God says that you're not alone. God says, you know what? I knew you before you were even formed inside of your mother. I knew you completely. I knew everything about you. Before you even speak a word, God knows what you're about to do when you leave this room tonight, and you don't even know what you're about to do when you leave this room tonight. God knows exactly the plans that you have for later on tonight, later on this weekend. You think they're secret. God sees it, and God knows you because, students, you are not alone. Scripture says that, that even when you think that you can hide from God, in the darkness, in lies and deceit, Scripture says, no, 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 no. Even there, you are with me. And you students that struggle with hurt, because I know there's students in this room that when I talk about Christmas being miserable and you don't understand this whole Merry Christmas thing, and you don't think anybody could understand, you think your pain is being ignored, and that God is mean and distant. Scripture says these two things. Hear me. If that's you, I want you to hear this. He says every tear that you have shed, he has counted. And they are dear to him. And it says that God is near to the brokenhearted.
He's not distant. It says that God is near to the brokenhearted. You know, when, when someone's jacking up with their life and they're making all the wrong choices and people go, man, I'm not going anywhere near them. They're caustic. It's explosive. Nothing good is going to go on there. I've had enough of that. Scripture says God is near to the brokenhearted, beside you, wanting nothing but to be next to you. You see, students, when you seek the will of God in Scripture, you're going to find out truth for all those lies you might believe. When you think that you're nothing and you're a miserable person and you're like, why am I even alive? You can read scripture that says you're fearfully and wonderfully made. You were made with intention by God. That changes things. That makes me walk different because I know that. You see where this would bring peace from anxiety? You no longer let the people around you speak into what you think you are. You allow God to speak truth. You think you're, you think you're worthless. God says you are worth the life of my son on a cross. You are worth everything to me. All the answers to the lies that you're believing about yourself are in Scripture. All of them. And if you need a Bible, get your coach. We've got boxes of Bibles. We can empty those boxes tonight if you need one. It is that important to me that you would hear the truth from God's word. Here's the last piece. Seeking the truth of God, seeking the will of God, excuse me, in community. Some of you guys need to really take a hard look at who's around you and how you're pursuing God and who you're pursuing God with. Because sometimes the people right next to you are doing nothing but pulling you away from hope, pulling you away from where you should be. Jesus knew this truth very, very well. He knew that he needed to do life with people and Jesus understood anxiety. The, the night that he was arrested, before he was crucified, he was under such level of anxiety, students, that he was sweating blood, and, and he was in prayer with God with his closest friends. He had drug him up to the side of a mountain and said, hey, guys, I've, I need you to pray. Would you please pray with me? Because I've got hard things coming my way. Would you please stand with me in prayer? And he knew that he needed that, and he was God. You're never intended to go through life alone. Students, that's why we've put you in, in small groups with the coach, with people. That's why we're all here is because, like, we understand that. We don't want to go through life alone. So here's how we're closing this out. Jesus came to bring peace to our anxiety. But you have to seek the will of God in prayer, in Scripture, in community. And so we're going to do something a little unique tonight. We want to give you guys an opportunity to be the community of believers, okay? In this way. During this next song, if you need prayer, I want you to have the opportunity to maybe grab your coach, grab your friend that's next to you, and go, hey, dude, I'm feeling a lot of anxiety about this. I just need you to pray for me. 
You have an opportunity to pray alone. If you want to pray alone, if you want to grab a friend next to you and go, hey, I, I need prayer. We're going to give you the opportunity to do that during this next song. And before we step into that moment, though, I've got to remind you the peace, the wholeness that God is promising to your anxiety. It's available to you, students. Anytime that I have a conversation with a student and I go, hey, what is it that you want? Almost every time, you guys, they, they just go, I want peace. And it's not present in my life. And this is the beautiful piece about Christmas. It's not Santa Claus hats. It's not Christmas trees. It's not candy canes. It's that peace has come in the form of Jesus. And maybe some of you guys need him. And you need to step into that peace and go, I need that. I want that. The time for that is now. So we're going to go into this song. You'll have that opportunity to pray for one another. I want you guys to, to silently stand as we pray, and we're going to enter into this moment of worship. So let's stand together. Father God, thank you for bringing peace to earth. Thank you for being the one that made that possible, God. Lord, I know there's a tremendous amount of anxiety in this, even in this room. And Father, I pray for a moment of transparency and honesty for these students if they just want to grab the, the, the person next to them. Even as we're praying right now, just reaching their hand over going, as a symbol going, I need you to pray with me right now. I pray that hands are moving right now so that their friends are knowing I need to stand with you in prayer, in community together. So Father, I pray your Holy Spirit's presence in this moment for a powerful moment of seeking your will in prayer, in community with one another tonight. It's in your son's name we pray. Amen. Thanks for joining Element. To find out more, go to thirdcitychristian.org backslash students.